ladies and gentlemen, the following is a compilation of Boba Fett's greatest singers from the last two episodes of the book of Boba Fett. Yep, that's about the size of it. <laughs> there we go. Sad but true. Sad but true. Hello, Pod. I'm Chris Hewitt, and welcome to the penultimate to the book of Boba Fett. Hooray! Sp- <laughs> Yippee! Get him dead! Get him yeah. dead! Yeah. The spider, the spider. Come on. Come on. Spider Storm's special. Storm's coming, Annie. Oh. Storm's coming up, Annie. Better get home quick. <laughs> Mister, Mister, you forgot your suitcase. Chupa. <laughs> Anyone else want to weigh in? Me <laughs> for thinking. Peace. <laughs> oh God. Well, this is going to go. Which well. are all lines from Star Wars better than anything that's been in the book of Boba oh, Fett? Yeah. But it's all yeah. good. It's all good. We love it. We love Friends, it really. One of yeah. them is from the Untouchables, but that sure. is true. That is true. That, that is true. true. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, this is chapter six of the book of Boba Fett. From the desert, a stranger comes. Then mm. on is. Yeah. Very, very happy about this. <laughs> like he uh, just stepped out of a salon. Yes. Just, I want it on the record that uh, if we were on Squadcast, my line would be, from the dessert, a stranger comes. I'm just oh, you know, we were just at Wagamama's having a lunch because we're in studio, folks. In yes. case you, can, you can tell we're in studio. Um, we're, we're running a risk ahead of episode 500 by getting into a, a tight, enclosed space yeah. and breathing our covid air for the next couple of hours. But, well, no, not a couple of hours. So yeah, if we're here after a couple of hours, please shoot me in the head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we're here. We're breathing each other's air. It's all fun. It's gonna be. It's gonna be ace. But yes, we're not on Squadcast. We're in the studio, and uh, we're discussing Chapter Six of the Book of Boba Fett. This was an episode, folks, that had it all. It had Cobb Fanth. You Cobb Fanth's hair. Yes, oh, it's back. <laughs> we had Mando. Yes, we had Baby Yoda. Yes, we had R two fucking D two. Oh, we yes. did. We had Luke motherfucking Skywalker. Ooh, yes. <laughs> We had a Soko fucking Tano. We had, we had Boba Fett. Did we? Oh yeah. He I didn't guess. speak though, so at least that was. We that. had Fennec motherfucking <laughs> Shaz. <laughs> we had Black motherfucking Kersantan. Mm. And we had that blue bloke at the end, who we totally know who it is because we've seen all the animated shows. <laughs> That's right. I That's do. right. <laughs> I do. No, no, Jeez. we don't want to tell tales out of school oh, here. Gosh. But somebody go. was watching the end of the episode in the Empire office. Yeah. And just after Nick DeSemlin turned around and went, please no spoilers, someone shouted out, <laughs> It's caffeine! Woohoo! It's amazing! I forgot where I was. I apologize to Nick DeSemlin. Now, I'm so excited. Cad Bane is one of the coolest characters, be it animated or not, and to bring him into live action and to do it as well as they've done in the space of about three minutes is Awesome. Okay. I was geeking out. I, it's I, fantastic. I haven't introduced you guys yet because I'm <laughs> derelict to my duty, but I'm joined by my three colleagues of such lethal cunning, Helen O'Hara, Hello. Amon Warman, Hello. James Dyer. Ben Travis can't be here because he's training with Luke Skywalker on a planet somewhere. So uh, No, he's basically he's basically just he's he's um he how can I say this without being rude? He is emptied. Uh, I think he's, <laughs> he's he's lying at home. He's sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> <laughs> he has um, disengorged himself. Is that, is that anyway, uh, so Ben can't be here, uh, but don't worry, we, we will carry his torch. And to guys, be clear, he's having a, a week off. He's on holiday. I don't understand. Yeah. What he's that not. Is. He's not just you know absolutely 
running around in mad circles <laughs> celebrating the return of Baby Yoda. No, of course <laughs> not. Of course not. Uh, but yeah, I was, uh, I think this is a fun episode. There's a lot to talk about in this mm-hmm. episode. Uh, but Cad Bane, whenever I saw Cad Bane arrive, I thought to myself, you know what, guys? That is Cad Bane, who is a character, an antagonist in the Star Wars franchise. The character was created by George Lucas, Dave Filoni and Henry Gilroy and was introduced in the 2008 animated series Star Wars The Clone Wars, in which he is voiced by Corey Burton. This article is about the character in Star Wars The Clone Wars for the character in Star Wars literature, see Darth Bane. Oh, shit. I misread the wrong bit. Yeah. Big fan of Cad Bane. Love love, love Cad Bane. He is a Cad and he will be the Bane of Boba Fett's life. He will be, because this guy is a bad mother. But he's, he's, he's awesome. He's, did you he's, just self-censor yourself? I did. Did I just say self-censor yourself? <laughs> I think I did. You did. Yeah, you did. But yeah, he's really, really cool. He's a bounty hunter who Darth Sidious has hired. Oh, and he was mentored, wasn't he, by Jango Fett? Yes. At one point in his career. Yes. Um, Isn't he, he's involved in Boba's armor at some in some capacity, is he not? Or am I making that up from my Wikipedia entry that I read a long time ago <laughs> about the series, which I clearly know inside and James, out, having watched every he episode? He is a ruthless bounty hunter from the planet Dur- Duro. He <laughs> was often employed by other villains, including the Separatist <laughs> Alliance and the Hut crime families. Yeah, and I had questions because he at one point throws shade on Boba Fett here and he goes, Oh, you don't want to be hanging out with Boba Fett. Boba Fett used to work for the Empire. I'm like, hmm. Mate, <laughs> mate, yeah. you also worked for the Empire like a lot. Let he who is without sin cast the first Gavi stick. <laughs> Quite. Absolutely. Yeah. No, he's worked for a ton of people. But yeah, it just as soon as he, I know that I'm skipping ahead there, but as soon as, as soon as it was clear that he was about to engage in the showdown with Cobb Vant, as good and as cool as Cobb Vant is, you don't do that against Cad Bane and walk away. I mean, well, you might walk away. Given I think he's going to walk away. Yeah, but, I think he's fine. <laughs> but, but, I was but worried, don't... and then his deputy came out, and I was like, "Oh, thank fuck." <laughs> yeah, you're dead, yeah, mate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you don't do. You, you just don't win. Like he, he's gone up against Hunter from the Bad Batch. The, from Hunter, the Hunter. Yes. Oh, we're very. If you watch the Did Bad he go Batch, against Jet and Rhino. As well? <laughs> if you watch the Bad Batch, you know Hunter is also very good and also very quick with the gun. Hunter tries to take him out. No. Hunter Cad Bane, ready. <laughs> Cobb fans, ready. I'm Cartoon. He's reckoning. Interestingly, the only person who has sort of bested Cad Bane in battle is Fennec Shand. No. Uh, in The Bad Batch. In The Bad Batch. I know, because um, I watched it. Uh, yeah, sure you did. Good one, then. Um, yeah. yeah, it was it was very much an even fight for uh, for the longest time. And then, and then we went to VAR. <laughs> <laughs> yes, split decision, but you no. Know, it was Fennec Shand in the end. No, she sort of disables his ship um, and just, gets away. Uh, for uh, Cad Bane Cad Bane. Um, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Is this what it's like when I talk about, you know, Anything. everything? Yeah. <laughs> this is great. We, we, we don't have the power in this room at the moment. This is fantastic. Amon can yeah. tell us everything. He can be bullshitting. Yeah, he's making all up. <laughs> like, no. yeah, yeah. I skim read that Wikipedia entry. <laughs> he is the coolest bounty hunter in the galaxy, I'd bet. Whoa, I'm, I'm well, sorry. Dinger in with fucking... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm excited to see them two go at it. It will be... Well, yeah. The Mandalorian is fan fiction since since this morning. It's obscene. It's claymation. Sometimes I just forget who I'm podding with, and just things come out of my mouth. And then, oh yeah, I mean like that. Um, (laughs) But but, in your own time, please tell us about Cad Bane. 
I think he's just is there more? I will I mean, say yeah. I, I thought I liked his costume I liked the, the very very traditional western look <laughs> it was yeah. very tombstone I liked yeah. it yeah, yeah. 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 I, I have questions about like where he was coming from what was his, <laughs> so what, was his what was his starting position had yeah. he just parked his like <laughs> ship out of shot or well, that's a long to, walk he didn't want to clutter up the horizon did he he just wanted to like menacingly walk into <clears> town <throat> do you think he like parked over to one side and then like ran over it so he'd be coming down the middle of the <laughs> yeah I think so Definitely. Exactly dead center yeah. of what yeah. I presume is the high street. It seems yeah. to be the high street, yeah. In Mos Pelico. Well, uh, whatever he did, it was worth it because it's the coolest, it's such a cool introduction. I was like, you know, Cobbett comes, there's this guy coming down. I was like, who, who is this? I was like, no, you it can't be who I think it is. Who would it, was dare? Like, it was Omar Sharif in Because yeah. I, I, I hadn't seen the entire episode before some people were sending in spoiler questions. So I, mm. I, I caught a glimpse of yeah. someone saying something about, oh, that reveal at the end, that was yeah. amazing. And I was yeah. like, oh, who could, you know, who could it be? Who could was it I, be? I was thinking yeah. as yeah. this person was walking up and I, I, I immediately thought Cad Bane. Obviously. Uh, could be Cad Bane. Because you're very familiar. Yeah, <laughs> might, might be Jeff. Jeff could, yeah, could be, could <laughs> be his brother Bain, Jeff. His Jeff mother, Bane, yeah. 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 Uh, I, and I, I was like, who could it, genuinely, who could it be? Because oh. who's on the board at this point in time that we would know? But I think I'd also said, someone had in my mentions had gone, Tell me that Amon is on the podcast this week because yeah, of his knowledge of the animated series. <laughs> which obviously um, we all have. Which and I was yeah. like, mate, come on, we've seen them all Clear. multiple times. Mm. Uh, so I thought, oh, it must be someone from the animated realm. So, But I was thinking, yeah. could it be someone from like a Fallen Order or a video game or something like that? Or, a, you know, or a, a kind of maybe a, a Sith Lord that we haven't seen before or something like that? Mm. Um, when, when it was Cad Bane, my immediate thought was, they got Finn Diesel? <laughs> That's wild. No. But when he pulls back the, the hood and uh, yeah. He reveals the it's, eyes, and Cobb Vanth just shits a brick. It's, a yeah. hat. it's a fantastic. Okay, because, right. like, yeah. especially <laughs> given that you know now Boba Fett has finally sort of got himself a kind of crew together. You got Mando, you got Benedict Shan, you got Black mm. Santon. You need somebody who's on that level to go against these guys. Oh, but he's got the mods as well. So he I, know, I just <laughs> the fact that he literally calls them the mods is actually too much for my brain to take. I like that. I, I, can't, I, like I can't. I can't get over just it. Just call a spade a spade. Just you know? stop it. It's stop it a, now. It's not a space spade. It's just a it's spade. Just a spade. Yeah. Because of the modification. Yes. Yes. I understand. I understand. Yeah. It works on so many levels. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, no. I like the fact that, that Boba Fett now does have a crew. Like whereas yeah. before it was just him, <laughs> the two pig men, yeah. and his mate Fennec, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm a crime boss." Sure, you are, mate. Uh, but now he actually has some people and some muscle. He does. So, like, but again, like. Uh-oh. What is happening? Why Uh-oh. are these things happening? Like, like, like I had lots of fun in this episode because I'm like, oh, I like Baby Yoda. Oh, I like R2D2. I'm not. I'm I like not, many things that I like aren't many Boba things. Fett. I, I, I like, you know, Cobb Vanth very much. He's a he's a handsome piece of man. And, and that was great but, as well. why in the penultimate episode of this show does the title character not not play a role he doesn't speak he doesn't speak he's literally there while somebody else lays out the plan and also I still don't get what the freaking plan is beyond let's take control of this one place and stop spice running but like what's his crime gonna be if he's gonna be a crime boss what's his crime holistic crime <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, is he gonna? I guess he's gonna charge everybody protection money, but then isn't he just, you know, a direct taxation form of the police? He's just local government, isn't he? It's I not really like, as exciting, it's, it's though, a is it? Tax issue, yeah. is it, rather yeah. than really protection money? Like, what? Why have we not been told what the? freaking stakes of this bloody show hey, are. Mando lays it out to Cobb Vanth. He says, listen, 
come and fight with me because if you don't, I mean, we don't know what these guys are going to be like. They could be bad. So there you go. No, but I mean, the crux of it is, old, you know, your man Cad turns up and basically says, the spice must flow. He, he does, who controls yes. the spice controls the empire. And, and it, there you go. It literally looks exactly like spice yes. in, the, in the latest film. <laughs> it's melange. It's basically a big tub of spice. I mean, and I know that Dune was obviously a... Dune was a reference on George Lucas. We all know that. And we we know that, you know, Spice has been mentioned before. But good God, (laughs) could you not make it blue or something? Oh. I d- oh, See, anyway. this is this is new spice, not to be confused with old spice, which is of course <laughs> what we get in June. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, you're right. Like this, this is. I just as soon as this, this opened and we saw, you know, not, your man Cobb, yeah, and I thought, no. oh, good, another episode dedicated to a character completely more enthralling and generally mm-hmm. captivating than Boba Fett. Uh, and then instead, we just got a whole handful of characters who are better than Boba Fett. And you know, people have pointed this out. Like, is this a response to how people don't like it? Which it isn't, because they obviously had made the show already. But even as sort of like showrunners, as filmmakers, as, as storytellers, they've clearly got bored writing yes, for this character. Exactly. Let alone us watching it. They're just bored <laughs> off their absolute tits. So like, who can we bring in? Let's bring in this character and this character. And just anything so they don't have to go back to Boba Fett. That's how it feels. They're not reacting to us not liking the show because it's too late in the day, obviously. But I think they are reacting to themselves oh, not liking yeah. the show. And the problem is... They had the power to make the show different. They had the power to go back and give Boba Fett a fucking point in the first yeah. couple of episodes I, I and have n- at no point done that. I swear to God, the final episode is just going to be cut to and it's going to be the origin stories of the depressed Rancor and we'll all just be fucking <laughs> thankful for it, honestly. Danny Trejo hasn't been back in the uh, in the show no? yet. I mean, mm. how do you get Danny Trejo in just for one episode and then never use him again? And well, Chekhov's then- Rancor, we, I will, if we don't get Chekhov's Rancor, I will be up. Wichter, Wichter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, now given how little time he spent with Boba over the last couple of episodes, I think the final episode is just going to be wall to wall action, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think there's a good chance it's going to be essentially the portals of, you know, yeah. Tatooine. Yeah. But also, like, oh, but we, ca- we knew what Cap wanted. We even knew what Thanos wanted. Somebody in this room even cared what fucking Thanos wanted. <laughs> he was rooting for Thanos, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. 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 Radical Whereas, environmental agenda. You know, oh, the, the people here do not have a very good motivation. We've got a bunch of people who are fighting because they are mercenaries or bounty hunters working as mercenaries who are being paid for it. Mm. On the other side, we have a bun- bunch of people who are members of gangs and they're fighting for that. There is no compelling reason to care no. why either of these people win. And they've introduced what I think is the villain of this series at the end of the penultimate <laughs> episode, in, which is unconventional yeah. storytelling. In fairness, I think they did that in Mando season one. Darth Gideon didn't show up until very, very late in the day. That's true. In that one. But I suppose Moff he was, Gideon. He was building... Gideon. That's right. Sorry, Darth, Darth Gideon. Darth, sorry, <laughs> but he was, sorry, I need to quickly do a Wikipedia. <laughs> but he was building towards a larger arc that would span more than one season, since there is clearly never going to be a second book of Boba Fett. Uh, I don't see the point I, in this at all. I don't... I think there might There be. will not. Look, it offers them a great chance to course correct I have by not having a minute I was, I was about to say yeah. <laughs> this has been a dry run for not having your main character either be in the show or speak when he is in the show <laughs> but I know genuinely so this this, this, I got all sorts of existential ruminations from watching this so I was thinking why is Boba Fett I went full full Drax I was like why is Boba Fett I don't understand like what is this what, what is this series supposed to be and I was looking at it I was thinking you know was, was Pedro Pascal busy could he just not do Mando at this point so I said you know what let's just have some holding episodes and we'll 
tell a bit of this story, and so he only has to be in a couple of episodes. Like, he only has to do a little bit because he's not available to do the rest of it, and we don't want to have a series of Mando without Mando in sections of it. So I'm just wondering if Boba Fett but, literally exists to fill a hole in a calendar. But, 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 but again, how unavailable would Pedro Pascal yeah. have to be? As, <laughs> as, as, so he can't just do the voice. It's yeah. a series of... of yeah. It's him, obviously, in yeah. the armour most of the time, but it's also yeah. in a series of interchangeable stunts he could, he and just body doubles. Voice notes over WhatsApp, and they could have just, you know, <laughs> just could have done. whacked it on there in ADR. So, yeah. And also, like, again, Boba Fett is a character that people, not me, care about. So if someone green lights your book of Boba Fett, even if it is just filling in a hole in your calendar, you have a responsibility to those people to give him a point. Oh, I can't stop saying point. it. I'm we sorry. We saw him whittle it down on a gaffy stick. That's true. That is true. <laughs> it's a big old he did point. whittle a point. He did. He did. A point. That's the only point he's had so far. Though. <laughs> Come on. But it is. It's, it's interesting. And, you know, I can't, we don't want to, you know, I mean, we don't want to make the same point over and over again, do we, Helen? Uh, but I'm trying to move on. There's a, there's a point where next episode, like Mando goes up to Cobb Fanth and goes, oh, help me do this favor. You know, that's, that's all unite behind Boba Fett. And it's like, well, why is this? You know, he's a lovely guy and a, and a fine actor, but you know, a, relatively speaking, charisma vacuum leading these much more charismatic characters. <laughs> why are they going? To, why are they following his beck and call? I don't really understand no. that no. aspect can, of it all. Can we also discuss how terrible? Mando is at, you know, bounty hunting in that <laughs> genuinely like there's money lying around, doesn't take it, is offered money to do a job, does it for free. How does yeah. this man make a living? Yeah, those last couple, that was that was last episode where there were like two times in a row where he's like, the money doesn't matter to me. I'm like, dude, it, it should, it should, because you just lost one ship, you've just bought another, you can't be that high on there's liquid There's an energy cash. bill increase coming. I, I, mean, I pity his accountant, I really do. Like <laughs> genuinely, when he's doing his taxes, he must be like, mate, come on, what are you doing? Yeah. So he, he does need to sort his life out a little bit, you know. Sometimes favours and respect matters more than money. Yeah, it's not about the money. Oh, hey, I'm on is your next piece for Empire going to be written for respect or favour? I said favor? sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I shall remember you said that when I next commissioned you. Sometimes I'm on favours oh, are worth more than a word rate for this review you just done me. We should remember the wise words of Heath Ledger's Joker. If you're good at something, never, never do it for, for free. free. Uh, but Mando I guess hasn't seen that movie (laughs) no No, presumably not Uh, right. okay so we've started at the end (laughs) in pure Tarantino style this is the way Uh, should we talk about some other things that happened in this episode let's talk about the beginning which is awesome alright let's talk about the beginning let's talk about Cobb Fanth and his amazing hair taking out a bunch of pikes Uh, and and there's really interesting stuff that happens with Cobb Fanth in this episode I did have a a feeling we might I, I, I don't know whether I said this on mic. I think, I think I did. did. Yeah. That we might see Cobb Fanth at some point mm. in this series because it just makes sense. If you want muscle, you have Cobb Fanth. Golly. He's just, well, if you want muscle and great hair, <laughs> then <laughs> uh, then he's just around, he's just over the ridge in Moss Pelgo. So just go and get him. Uh, but this episode does some really interesting things with him. It has his hair flap in the wind, which was good. We all appreciated that. <laughs> mm. But yeah, it also, yeah. uh, it keeps reminding you that he doesn't have his armour. Yeah. Mm, yeah. foreshadowing mm-hmm. yeah well yeah. done John Favreau and Dave yeah. Filoni mm, vulnerability mm, yes yeah. it establishes his credentials at the beginning by having to take out four people Clint Eastwood style um, and then sets up obviously how badass <laughs> Cad Bane is yeah. at the end yeah no, as I've said already when as good as Cobb Vanth is I always knew 
Cad Bane guns. That you just, you just. Wow, you're such a Cad Bane stan. I'm I'm like, look, I just understand. If, if you watch the animated series, you when be... we, we <laughs> watch, <laughs> like, even if hypothetically yeah. I hadn't been an expert on the animated series and didn't yeah. know that that was Cad Bane or really anyone who was already established in Star Wars uh-huh. lore, the fact that they walk from out of the desert <laughs> right up the middle of Main Street and stop opposite the marshal. You instantly, like, just just basic storytelling grammar tells mm-hmm. you that Cobb Vanth is in trouble. Mm-hmm. Not least, Cobb Vanth's face oh, yeah, no, tells you Cobb Vanth is yeah. in trouble. So, you know, it, you don't have to know who Cad Bane is, although, of oh. course, we all did, thank goodness. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it makes me want to watch Justified. I haven't watched that show yet. But Raylan Givens. So good. And he's just got such a good slouch to him, just the way he well, stands. He, but you know, like, he oh. walks like an old, he walks a bit yeah. like John Wayne. He has that proper sort of, like, sway that to him. him. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I, I think he's yeah. great. I said this the other week on, on Twitter, but it's it. I think we have. I think we have failed Timothy Oliphant. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think society. we as a yeah. society yeah. have failed yeah. Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. This guy should genuinely be one of the biggest movie stars on the planet, yeah. and it's wild that he isn't. And this is not in any way to denigrate his excellent work on the small screen because he's yeah. been brilliant in a lot of TV shows. Yes. And he's been brilliant in a lot of movies as well. I guess. A little bit like, say, Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul seemed to have one shot at movie stardom with that dreadful Need for Speed movie. Mm. Didn't hit. And that, that was that. that. Good night, Vienna. And it seems like some people get one shot. So he had Hitman. I, and I guess Hitman. maybe Die Hard 4.0 oh, as the bad guy. Yeah, God bless him. And then it, those, those don't hit. Yeah, but and he then was it's like, like, good night. He was so good in Go. He was so good in that one. Uh, it's No One Here, I think, is Catch and Release. The one with Jennifer Garner. It's kind of a... The Kevin Smith movie as well. Yeah, 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 yeah kind yeah. of rom-com. I literally watched that four times on a plane just because, well, anyway, what? he was very hot in it. Yeah, I was, <laughs> it was a very limited selection in that particular flight, but... It must have been. <laughs> I mean, Still, it was okay. really good, good uh, bits in that film. But yeah, he's he's good in everything. I don't understand why mm. why this has happened. It was also really good to hear uh, uh, Cobb Vance theme again. Um, they they brought it back and they mo- merged it with the Boba theme as well. So that's what you hear in the opening credit title. Oh yes, the memorable right. Boba Fett theme. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> home, 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 home. I, I could reflect that Chris has been doing this for the past two hours. It hasn't gotten old yet. That I is true. You. I finally learned true. it. I finally learned it. I still so, don't know the I do, thing. You guys and learning thing. I I I I learned it after that episode too. But you know. Oh, well done. Do you want a, do you want a snack? <laughs> I mean, if you have any. Have a chocolate bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We do have some biscuits upstairs. We'll sort awesome. you. Yeah. We can yeah. pop that out of the Fendi machine later on. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I'll hold you, you to this. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll go 50-50. <laughs> but yeah, they bring all the themes back. They bring the, the loop theme established in the final episode of The Mandalorian Season 2. The Baby Yoda theme comes back. It's all intermingled in a very pleasing way. Hey, we should probably talk about Baby Yoda. Yeah. Baby Yoda's yeah. in this episode? <laughs> yeah. Grogu. Baby Yoda Yoga is in this episode, yes. which I thought was a particularly <laughs> nice touch. <laughs> yes, so Grogu, uh, so Mando. <laughs> and again, I was a little bit in hog heaven this week because we started off with not Boba Fett and then we, we swiftly switched to also not Boba Fett. <laughs> and then there's another scene with not Boba Fett. And I was like, you're not going to do it two episodes in a row, are <laughs> That would be wild. You are going to have some uh, Boba Fett. <laughs> yes, yeah, Boba Fett yeah. um, uh, I hate that man. Uh, spared no expense. Uh, in not getting Boba Fett. <laughs> I mean, I have to say, I was totally wrong last week because I was like, they, you know, even a show of this budget is not going to have gratuitous Luke Skywalker scenes and <laughs> scattering them around Good. and just throwing them around like. Candy. Could we take a moment to just give props to the VFX department? Yes, it was 
out of this world I think how good he looks. I think the VFX department wouldn't know what to do with props. Uh, I think you should <laughs> that's probably not, give that's, those to the special effects that's department. That's actually not true. Because oh, come on, Helen. It was, was a damn good joke. joke. It was a and you know it. It was a good joke. You know it was a good joke. You know it was a good joke. But I think it's important to say that the VFX crews who work most closely with the special effects crews are the ones that do the best work. I love that you're VFX player. I think it's brilliant. Uh, well, let's give pixels then to the VFX department because I, I genuinely thought he looked amazing there were a couple of wobbles when he spoke like he didn't quite sync up but mm. I was like we have come a long way yeah. from you know digital the and, season and, two finale well yeah, yeah. like <laughs> even since then but he was incredibly accurate and also what they did the voice sounded spot on yeah. as well because Mark Hamill obviously does not sound like that anymore so yeah. Um, yeah it was amazing yeah they must have um, de-aged him somehow they must have taken the burr off his voice not the mm. Bill Burr that's yeah. a different episode of the Mandalorian <laughs> Yeah. But, you know, because he has a rasp, doesn't he now, yeah, which happens yeah. to a lot of people when they've just had a, a whack mama or when they have uh, got older, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So he sounded young. He looked young. I loved it. And, you know, they didn't skimp on it. There was a lot of him. Yeah. A lot of Luke Skywalker. So, I wonder how they did it exactly. They must have had, um, there was a film recently in which a character appeared CG, de-aged-ish, kind of. Uh, de and, and resurrected, but yes. <laughs> Thank you, James. And uh, <laughs> and they basically had an actor on set playing him, which I think is kind of the standard yeah. stuff. Mm. Um, and then you obviously, you know, so his body's there, and then they must scan the face. I, I, I don't know whether they were reusing footage from... Yeah. Jedi in particular, I yeah. guess. I, d- I don't know. So I think it's not de-aging so much. It is just like CG compositing, like they do yeah. like in, in Terminator Genesis and stuff like that, where it's just, it's another body and it's just but a, it's getting a really, face. But really it's, scary. It's but it's scary. terrifying, this kind of level of deep fakery that yeah. we're into now. Oh, yeah. I, I, I believe nothing. I'm not even here. I'm okay with it in... And I guess we discussed this on the thing I can't even name because we don't want to spoil it. But mm-hmm. there are ethics about this sort of thing, mm-hmm. which uh, you know, I guess it's okay if you not if your heart's necessarily in the right place because that that could mean a whole range of things, uh, and that's a very spurious notion. My heart's in the right place, but resurrecting people who are dead doesn't always sit well with me. No, even if you have. The permission of the family, permission of the estate and and whatnot. But things like this where the actor is still alive and is willing to cooperate Mm. (laughs) (laughs) and lends his voice and lends his likeness, that's okay, I think. But resurrecting, say, Audrey Hepburn... Yeah, to great. sell chocolate or something would be be less... less Well, they used Steve McQueen to sell Ford Pumas, didn't they, back in the Mm. day? They did. Yeah. Also not great. But, but yes, the, the standard, I think, generally is to have a body double there and then kind of digitally replace them. Either way, it looked awesome. It looked really cool. Mm. It did. I was looking for the, the joins this time. And weirdly enough, I think the uh, the one moment I was taken out of the episode by uh, not necessarily a dodgy effect or but slightly poor compositing, which is weird because I don't think it was compositing, but the opening shot of Cobb Fanth didn't, you know, it looked like he was standing in front of a green screen. Uh, which is unusual. Maybe that was a green screen, because you know, they usually now they use the, the sort of video screen volume mm. Yeah. Mm. so that everything looks really, really good. But uh, all the look stuff I thought looked really, really good. I mean, there's just there's just things in this show. The, the budget level of these movies, and these mm. these shows, I even called them movies for God's sake. These shows and the MCU, Disney Plus shows, I mean, yeah. the budgets are extraordinary. They've I mean, got yeah. fucking Hulk in She-Hulk. I mean, <laughs> I mean Christ. And you remember that opening uh, sort of aerial chase in Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yeah. Now, you know, yeah. we have slagged off that show somewhat. <laughs> but, but that scene is absolutely astonishing. To see that yeah. on TV yeah. is mm. absolutely out of this world. And... Um, 
And yeah, the, the money well. they, they spend on that must be more than, you know, British TV has spent on its entire yeah. outputs but, in I mean, the last it, five years. But I mean, just, you know, in, in TV's defence, uh, like, it's not just them. I mean, look at Foundation, which yeah, cost absolutely. the 100%. world on a stick, and Wheel of Time, which may not look like it did, but did in fact cost <laughs> oh, the world on a stick. Okay. Um, it's fired. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That, that's um, that's border special coming soon. Indeed. <laughs> indeed. Dragons fired? Yeah. Are there dragons in Wheel of Time? Uh, actually, there's a dragon. A, no, but he is correct to say dragons fired, but it's a spoiler for like book 15. Oh so God. anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> More of this quality bands on the Wheel of Time spoiler special. Be sure you listen. Reacher said nothing. <laughs> we're doing a spoiler special for Reacher. That's the side right now. We are. Let's do a yeah. spoiler special for Reacher. Fucking yes. Get in, Reacher. Don't get in. There's a comma. Yeah, there is a comma. There's a comma, get <laughs> in, comma, Reacher. And you can read my three-star review on Empire. Don't read his three-star review. Read my four-star review. Reacher is fucking rocks. <laughs> That's just written on his face. Yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, to get back for a moment to the book of Boba Fett. But that means must we? <laughs> <laughs> the book of Boba Fett and his amazing friends. Yay! <laughs> um, I loved that you saw Luke and his... Ant droids? I don't know. Oh, building, the, little, the construction spiders. Yeah, building mm. what is visibly his Jedi temple yeah. from mm. the flashbacks in the... And um, he's building a school trilogy, and that, yeah. of course, is bound to end well. So yeah, that's I good. think that's going to yeah. be fine. I think yeah. everybody's going to come out of that school having learned a lot and uh, in a really good place mentally. So do we think that basically what happens is that, because uh, it, it seems at the end of this episode that Grogu <laughs> chooses... Not to stay with Luke Skywalker because, frankly, it feels and sounds and looks dull as fucking dishwater. <laughs> so he goes off and... and but he, there are all the frogs he can eat. There is. That's it. It is a buffet. But yeah. at the same time, and it's a lovely planet. Lovely, lovely planet. Beautiful, mm-hmm. beautiful views. Wonderful vistas. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's going to go back with his mate, which means we'll talk about that in a second. Does that invalidate the choices of made at the end of season two and all that? But does Luke then rebound from that and going, oh, man... My my qualification criteria for my academy is really high. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let it lapse a little bit. Like you know, are you vaguely force sensitive? Are you psychotic in any way? Then yes, come along to Luke's Jedi Academy. Nothing can possibly go wrong. Not being funny, he's an Ofsted fucking nightmare. Hello, small child. Here is a ball with lasers on it. It's gonna shoot you unless you move out the way. It's tough love, James. Tough love. Now to stay in my school, would you like to either have this sort of chainmail armor? Or this deadly weapon that I haven't trained you to use yet. And remember, it's one or the other. You can't have both because reasons. Grogu's choice. I just, yeah. I, 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 choice I, is I Grogu. Like, I mean, obviously, Luke has is trying to replicate a Jedi code that he never fully learned in the first place. And this has been the whole arc of Luke in the animated shows, mm-hmm. which we know very well, of course, of course. and in the now-defunct Extended Universe books. And and in the bits we've seen, the sort of flashbacks that we've seen from his story in the sequel trilogy, he's been trying to figure out how to be a better Jedi and eventually coming to the conclusion too late that the Jedi need to change. So this is obviously a pre-the Jedi need to change Luke, mm-hmm. um, trying to be really hardline and go, you can't have these attachments, you can't hang out with, you know, your essentially dad, stepdad. Um, and and I'm not letting you have your stepdad's present if you want to be one of us. It's really shitty seems, parenting, isn't it? It's, like, it's really hard. Because, like, he takes in his own nephew to train, and there's obviously a little bit of sort of mm. nepotism and family relationship and connection there. So a Jedi does have some of these things. So I, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. He also trains, of course, his sister at some point as well, yeah. which presumably mm. hasn't happened yet in this no. scenario. So I don't know. 
I, I feel like Luke has, you know, a long way to go. He's very imperfect, but that is what he's meant to be. At this Coercive point. control. I'm having none of it. <laughs> yeah. True. Do very you bad. think we shall see Luke Skywalker in the finale of the Book of Boba Fett? And will it be, if we do, will it be more than just dropping Grogu off with his mate? I want... I want them to be. I want them to all all take on you know your man Cad Bane, and it all go horribly wrong. And then suddenly there's a sort of flash of light, and little Grogu in his Beskar steel chainmail vest, holding Yoda's lightsaber, comes in, bouncing off the walls, and kills everyone. So he does take both. Yeah, he takes both because he's a badass away. motherfucker, and he just <laughs> takes them and goes, "Fuck you, bitch," and he leaves. He force chokes yeah. Luke, grabs his X-wing, yeah. and fucks yeah. off. Well, this is the thing. I... This is inconsistent teaching. Like you know when he like the remote is like shooting at him, and he's like, "Fuck this," and he force chokes the remote, and Luke goes good i'm like good how is that good that looks like a fucking dark side power to me he's gone off the deep end what are you doing just because he wasn't paying attention he was too busy talking to auntie ahsoka that's a good point he's shown these dark tendencies in the past hasn't he to lash out with his powers you think luke would have drummed it out of him but no he's he's encouraging it he's encouraging it yeah i think ahsoka would drop grogu off in the next episode (gasps) oh yeah but Um, i don't think she'll stick around no but it'll set up her art for her own show. yeah no i get that okay but yeah i think introducing a jedi into proceedings well, that being said, Cad Bane has gone up against Jedi and walked away before, so yes. he could could do that. But many, I many I think times. it's gonna <laughs> I think it's gonna be Cad Bane versus Fennec Part Two. I think that's ultimately what that is gonna come down to. Uh, although before that, I do think it's gonna be Cad Bane versus Din Djarin, which I'm very excited to see. I, yeah, I <laughs> woman guarantee you can take that to the bank. <laughs> there's one named villain and a bunch of faceless pikes. To be Don't tell me name, Pikes. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I, there's not enough villain to go around. They blew up the bar, James. They have to answer. With the that. ice cream maker, which I liked a lot. I thought that was no, nice. Jennifer yeah. Beals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Spread across Mos Eisley. Where are we? I can never remember Mos-Esper. where we are. That seems like a real waste of a character who I thought had some real potential, yeah. yes. actually. Yes. Maybe Unless, of course, she, she, may have, she may have, you know, she may have figured it out in a split second and yeah. then, well, she, know, We saw ducked. her kind of figure yeah. it out, but I'm yeah. not sure she had time to go anywhere from the fire. As we all we know, saw. if you duck an explosion, you survive. <laughs> that is accurate. I, I'm like, again, as your lawyer and also <laughs> like someone with a vague relationship to the laws of physics in this <laughs> universe, I would say no to that. Mm. I have not seen a dead body. I'm not counting that out. That's because it was spread across a small <laughs> area. <laughs> 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 <sighs> I enjoyed Order 66. I liked a bit of Order 66. Yes. Oh, I do love a bit that of Order nice. 66. Yeah. I mean, I, well, I think it's very bad also. <laughs> I, I actually thought there was going to be a moment there where one of them took off their helmet and gave Grogu you know, <gasps> a terrified tendency to react badly to Boba Fett's face. But I don't think they care enough about Boba Fett. No, to, to no, I, anyone gives a, a shit. Uh, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a very, very good point indeed. I thought also it might be revealed that Grogu's master was someone we knew. I thought for a second from behind it was Ki Adi Mundi. But, um, Kiadi Mundi. Kiadi Mundi. That's your yes. favourite thing to say. In the world. Tell me why. Kiadi Mundi. Tell me why. Kiadi Mundi. Tell me why. Kiadi Mundi. Oh no. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Bo- Boomtown Rats. Ah. I don't like Mondays. Tell me why I don't rats. like mon- Mondays. Yeah. Okay then. Anyway. I used to have bullseye Boomtown Rats in my T16 <laughs> back home. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was last episode. We've seen that. That's good stuff. That's true. That is that good is stuff. True. <laughs> Ah, oh dear. You're either a geld off or a geld on. Okay. <laughs> Anywho. Or a geldling. Geldling. Foundling. Baby Yoda. Yay. Yay. We're back again. We <laughs> get there in the end. I like, <laughs> I like his little chainmail made me think of um, Bennett. Frodo's mithril armor. <laughs> Frodo? <laughs> <laughs> I love Frodo. He's great. <laughs> Master Frodo. <laughs> oh, no. oh. I think I started saying 
say Bilbo, and then I was like, no, not Frodo's Bilbo. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, Frodo's mythical. Yeah, it is. No, yeah, it did. Yeah, and probably about as, as, as useful. I knew it was you, Frodo. I knew it was you. You broke my heart. <laughs> but in regards to uh, Grogu's decision. Grogu. It, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm confident because on the one hand it'll be good to see Mandalorian and Grogu more adventures because uh, I love them together, but I was intrigued to see what a Mandalorian season would look like without yeah. Grogu. Yeah, me too. And I was, at least partially. Yeah, and I liked that they were taking that risk of splitting those characters apart because I think there's a lot you can gain from that and. Mm. Bringing them back together, presumably, if that is what's going to happen, feels very safe to me. I mean, it feels inevitable, right? It feels like the choice is being mm. made. You can either look like Bennett from Commando, which would be awesome. <laughs> Especially with his worst words. I'm not going to shoot you between the eyes, Cad Bane. I'm going to shoot you between the balls. That'd be tremendous. What is happening? But, <laughs> listen, we're in the studio together for the first time in ages. We get a little giddy. We've all had a wagamama. I'm feeling a little bit sleepy. So, you know, here we are. Anyway, um... Grogu has the choice, look like Bennett, or grab Bennett. the Bennett, you son of a bitch. Or grab the lightsaber and then study with me and then be killed horribly in like <laughs> ten years' time. And he's clearly gonna go with Mando. Now, does that invalidate the emotional ending of season two of The Mandalorian? Well, maybe not, because it means you know. Mando did what he thought was right for Grogu in that. That was the big kind of dilemma there. It wasn't Grogu making a decision. It was Mando making a decision that he should be with his people because that's what he promised to do. (laughs) But if this is Grogu deciding to be a Mandalorian, which legally Mm -hmm. speaking he can do as Mm -hmm. a foundling, then that is him, you know, taking his turn at decision making as well so I think I think in 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 character terms it kind of works I wonder if we are building to an end game of a Mandalorian Jedi which has been discussed a little bit in in last episode Mm. and if he will end up you know going back to Luke at some point and studying or with someone else at some point um but I think in the in the short term it does look like we're not going to get a Grogu free Mando series Mm. which I'm I'm you know listen I love that yeah, combination. Love it, love I think it, it's yeah. great. And, you know, I don't know how far they would have got down the road of a... We're talking about this as if it's a done deal. <laughs> but I don't know how far they would have got down the road of a Grogu Mando-less season three. I'm sure they would have cross-cut between their stories. And they maybe still will. Who knows? But I think at some point in season three, they would reunite the two of them. So I think we'd only get a few episodes anyway. And we had okay. last week. Last week was basically an eye into, you know, a, a little look at what... Mando would be like without Grogu. And I think we can probably all agree they're better together. But I do wonder about whether this is smart storytelling in the in the in the sense of we talked about this a little bit with season one and season two of Mando, in terms of Grogu's fate. Like we know what is coming uh in terms of the sequel trilogy. We know what's coming to the Jedi, we know what's happening at Luke's Academy. And we always thought, well, are they going to put Grogu through that? So he's one of the people who is wiped out, one of the young, one of the mm-hmm. Jedi who's wiped out in that in that cull. Or is this their way of preserving him, saving him from that slaughter, and also taking him off the board as a potential Jedi savior? Because another thing we were all well, we've discussed this a little bit in the past is you know episode seven, eight, and nine. It's all focused on Rey being the Jedi savior. Here you have someone who's equally as powerful, if not more so. Why is Grogu not the savior? 
well, if he's not a Jedi, if he's not trained, if he turns his back in the way of the Jedi, then ergo, that might work. Also, he'll still be a toddler in 30 years. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Again, this, the, his age worried me before. Like, if they live to 900 and he's 50 already, he should be much further on in his development, assuming, you know, any kind of parity with humans. Well, <sighs> what was interesting about that is that he's clearly blocked out a lot of that development and Luke has begun to unlock those memories yes. um, within here, that. Here, little so. child, let me, let me <laughs> let unlock me your memories. You oh, I see, I see. Everyone you knew was massacred by lightsabers. Oh, that's terrible. Look, here's a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were massacred by blasters. Yes, yes. they're Not massacred while holding lightsabers. That's true, yes. that's true. Yes. But like, that true. look how ineffectual lightsabers are. Here, have one. <laughs> you know how when you used to cut to Baby Yoda in the Razorback, and Razorback in the Razorcrest, where Razorback is a ship from the Expanse. I've got it on the brain. Uh, it's also you know, kind of bore, isn't it? Uh, it is it's also indeed a uh, Russell Mulcahy's debut film. Uh, thank you. Uh, you know, like he'd, he'd like he'd have the little knob. He'd have the knob. He'd get his knob out like periodically, like and Mando would ben go. Must over. have done during this episode. <laughs> 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 but Mando would look over and Grogu like surreptitiously pulls his knob out because he's, he's stolen the knob. I reckon what happens at the end of this, he surreptitiously pulls out the lightsaber and he's nicked it on the way out and that's what's going to happen. Uh, I refuse to see possible. him separated from this lightsaber. That no. is possible actually. No. I do like the idea of him having Yoda's lightsaber. Because yeah. he's a thief, he so stole cute. the macarons. Now, that's the thing. The choice between that and that is one thing, like between the armour and the thing. But you throw a macaron into there and it's a whole different conversation. Mm. I want to see Grogu with a lightsaber in his hand once he's... You know, learned how to wield it. That, but that's going to be in like three hundred years. But like, just like we've we've seen very recently, what people wielding the dark saber or wielding lightsabers who have no idea what they're doing and what can happen with that. Grogu doesn't know what he's doing yet with the lightsaber. Let him get trained up, then put him in. Then put the There's lightsaber. There's no in. fun then in then that. Do you want to see the guy hurt himself with the you know, like like Din Djarin He can't. Did? He's got a best car steel vest. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> Yes, the only thing that can kill Grogu now is a steam pipe. Let us on steam, Grogu. But he's going to be safe from cave trolls, so that's, that's that is good. true. That is true. Would have broken uh, all of Frodo's ribs. I'm just saying, it makes absolutely no fucking sense. Momentary. <laughs> I know, it's disgraceful. Like he gets to redo. I mean, how come you didn't get to redo? <laughs> In fairness, yours was very funny. So <laughs> I, I just let it stand. It's fine. Uh, all right. Is there anything else we want to talk about before we get into some listener questions? Yes. Other, yes. Ahsoka, like, I was just like, when she was like, mm, are you sure you want to go and see him? Are you sure it's for him and it's not for you? There he is. I'm like, just go. I wanted to see Mando running through the heather in slow motion, you know, and Baby Yoda turns and sees him and starts bouncing towards him using the force and then they hug and it's, oh, why did that not happen? That would have been adorable. That would have been super. <gasps> but his little hand, when he flies out and he reaches out his little yes, hand. Yes, that's what oh, I was like, That was so Mando, great. oh. Yeah. So upsetting. So yeah. upsetting. I will say also, R2-D2 has mm. learned no new music in the last few years. He's still humming that same <laughs> fucking tune when he's sort of like bumbling along that he sang on Tatooine. <laughs> um, he's, he's got, he knows what he likes. Okay? He does. He does. He's all about he does. them. I, I loved seeing R2, obviously. Um, I liked 
Ahsoka having a sort of moment with Luke, which I think we haven't yes, that seen was nice. much in live action. Obviously, we've seen oh, a lot of it. In, well, have we? Have they? Is yeah. Luke in the uh, animated we, shows? Weird. I've forgotten momentarily, Amon. Remind Let me. Let me think. Mm, mm, no, because yeah. she's, she's Anakin's mm. friend. Correct. Oh, this is she's yeah. Anakin's but like, So she's kind, of a, she's kind of a almost yeah, stepsister like a, exactly. kind of thing. Yeah. 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 I do think also, like just from that particular scene, R2-D2 has mastered the art of passive aggression. Like, don't want to talk to you? I'm going to shut my shit down and just ignore you. I love it. That was extraordinary. I did love R2. The second we saw the little radar yep. scanning yep. thing, yep. I was like, oh, this is going to be R2. And I know I shouldn't, you know, give in to some obvious fan service, but yes. <laughs> I, I, I watched this like on various modes of public transport and I was just grinning like an idiot through my mask. Uh, it was it was a ton of, of fun, that bit. Good old R2. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And she also says, uh, Ahsoka says to Luke, you're uh, like your father. Mm. And he he takes the he, he takes it as a compliment because that was she she means it as a compliment exactly. before he went psychotic. <laughs> yeah. He killed everyone. Yeah. But I think yeah. it's good. Like it's good for him to actually be able to presumably off screen sit down and talk to somebody who actually knew his father well as a goodie. Um, and because he never particularly had Watto. That. <laughs> <laughs> he never. I'm had a that. Dardarian, my tricks don't work on me. Also, your father was very nice. But also, he never had that conversation with uh, Obi Wan that we saw. So you yeah. know, this is a this yeah. is a new and exciting thing. Obi Wan was lying his ass off about yeah, it. Well, <laughs> well, mis- he told the truth from, from a certain, certain point, point of view. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, pull the other one, mate. Yeah. Fucking Tory backbencher. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's the ultimate insult uh, <laughs> anyway that made me think we've been wondering who killed the sand people in this show maybe he looked at it and that's how he takes up his father and every now and wow. again he just likes to wipe out a bunch of sand people wow that is dark that is very untenable I, I, I absolutely refuse Anakin no <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good stuff. Right, should we have some listener questions? Let's do it, oh, yeah. Oh, this is good stuff. Here's one from Ad Toke Myers. Do we think the Ahsoka TV show will start with episodes covering her past up to the middle of this episode? And then the latter half of her series sees her meet up with another character who then gets their own series and then that series deals with their flashbacks <laughs> up to that point and so on. There I'll, is that danger. I would not be surprised if we see uh, Luke or Mando in the Ahsoka show. They're clearly making a big deal of having these characters interact with each other on their own show side. So I would not be surprised if that continues on her show. Yeah, it's absolutely fine to have people interact and cross back and forth between them. But you do still need each show to have its own identity mm. and to go somewhere new, whether yeah. emotionally or, or physically or in terms of the Star Wars universe, it doesn't matter. But you, you need to have each yeah. one going somewhere new. And I think The Mandalorian more or less ended up doing that and it has given us new people that mm. we care about and new characters mm. and places that we care about. It's taught us quite a lot about the Mandalorians and yeah. some of their internal conflict. Um, but at the same time, you know, this one doesn't seem to have moved us hugely far forward for, so far, I would yeah. say. And we need there to be a little bit of broadening out of the universe each time. But you know, even like if you think about the contrast between like Buffy and Angel, you know, you, there was a different feel, there was a different mm, energy to those much, shows. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the, the sort of thing that you mm-hmm. need. I, I think, think she can support a show, though. She feels like oh, a yeah. character who's got that weight. It's just up to them to make her engaging for people who aren't familiar, I mean, not us, not obviously, us, obviously. <laughs> but for people who maybe aren't as familiar as we are with mm. her extensive mm. history from the cartoons. Indeed. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> from, the, from the very, very good and entertaining and not at all childish cartoons that uh, I have, of course, watched. Uh-huh. Honestly, Ahsoka versus Darth Maul from Star Wars Clone Wars final season. It's one of the best lightsaber fights, be it animation, any media. Is this where he has the spider legs? 
Yeah. No, 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 actually, no. At that point, he has not got the spider legs. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's an incredible... They actually uh, did the fight Spoilers. in... I know, but statute limitations, sure. Um, but, <laughs> but they actually uh, did the fight, choreographed it in live action, and then sort of put that into the anime. It's really, really cool. Honestly, just on the basis of that, you should watch Clone Wars. Yes, um, again, I will watch well, it again. Well, well, I'll well, rewatch yeah. it very soon. But yes, now Ahsoka, they've, they've already set it up a little bit. Uh, she's going to be going after Grand Admiral Swan, which is not exactly new per se, but I feel like having that character mm. pursue that so character single. You're saying she'll be playing a game of four-dimensional chess? <laughs> or Game of Thrones, surely. <laughs> <laughs> Game of Thrones, off one yeah. yes. Game of Thrones, good. Chiz. Chiz. He's a Chiz. Is this to be confused with Chiz? It's not like no, Chiz. Totally chiz. He's not Chiz. Uh, no, he's a Chiz. Isn't he a Chiz? He's a Chiz, isn't he? That's his, that's his race. He's a Chiz. Somebody that, Google uh, Grand Admiral <laughs> Thrawn. Is, is he a Chiz? Is that Tamura Morrison pronouncing chess? <laughs> it could be. He goes, well, it's a game of Chiz. <laughs> Don't have you I've gone South African again. I keep going. I keep doing that. I keep going for diplomatic immunity whenever I try and do a, uh, a New Zealand accent. Does anyone? I'll, All right, I'll fuck search. it. All right, here we are. I'm going to Google it. Okay. I'm going to Google it. Would uh, you like to hear more about chess while we do that? Elaine <laughs> <laughs> uh, Page, Barbara Dickinson. Yes! Thrawn is a male chiss with striking blue skin, red eyes, and an angular face known for his brilliant strategic mind and ruthlessness. See also other entries, Star Wars Databank. Get him dead! At Brian Robertson 8, the book of Boba Fett has shown us we don't really need this show. Um, <laughs> don't worry, it gets better. Do you think going forward, these stories would be better served if we scrapped character-titled shows, i.e. Mandalorian 3 and Ahsoka, especially as it looks at like these stories are going to intertwine more and more? No, just no. going forward, just actually have stories and characters based on the title characters in your show. Mm. <laughs> and make like shows about interesting characters. Yeah, that too. Here's one. At N. Turn Berez... There's a fan theory that since Tatooine was a former water planet, a la Dune, that the Tuscans were aquatic creatures and that's why they wear special face covers to preserve water. The second part of the theory is that they share ancestry with the Pikes. Don't tell me your name, Pikes. That is why there is conflict over spice. Thoughts, comments, discussions. Blank faces are staring back at me right now. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. What did you say? <laughs> So, I, mean, I said June. I thought you would. Okay, but that's it. I heard, all I heard was June, and just echoing my head, which was like June, 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 June. And then all the rest of it. Yeah. 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 Clean up an aisle, me. <laughs> you don't want to make it sound like June, June, June. That's going to sound like a thumper. And it'll yeah, that's true. And it'll, it'll draw shy hulud, and then we'll be consumed. I shouldn't be doing that. It's going to be. Annoying, <laughs> yeah, that's but, not you know, great. Great for the it's podcast. Not, it's not good. It's not good. But you know, it had to be done. I have a question. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, this is from, uh, a, are you a Mon woman or a woman? You're a Mon woman, aren't you, on Twitter? It's a Mon woman. At a Mon woman on Twitter has written in to say. <laughs> the, the end of the episode was Cad Bane versus Cobb Vanth. And Cad Bane's done what he's done. The guy who runs the bar. Weequay. Do you think he might turn on Cobb Vanth, assuming that Cobb still wants to help? Because he sort of gives like a look to... No, no that was a look of, I'm going to fucking get you, mate. Yeah. Oh, you think so? That was a yeah. look of, you've messed with our marshal, you've messed with all of us. Yeah. Okay. You have just done the one thing that, you know, I didn't want to do. Yeah. Mm. We're going to galvanize the town of mm. Freetown. Mm. And now we're going to come after you with our motley crew of, of farmers. <laughs> we're going to take out the guy who shot down Cobb Fanth mm. and his hair. That's Good that line from that. Mando when he says, you know, your people know how to fight. And it was like, do they though? 
I think they're not that good. They weren't particularly effective against a fucking crate dragon, were they? In fairness, no. they were fighting a dragon. I mean, that is fair. We see a crate dragon skull, don't we, attached we do, to the yeah. uh, sand crawler? I believe the same crate dragon, in fact. Yeah. Mm. I think that was the. Um, yeah. was the egg! The egg! And then we the saw egg. Jawas, presumably, off to uh, meet <laughs> Pelimoto for a, yeah. a night yeah. of carousing. Good lord. Yeah. Yeah. I did so, think at one point he was going to, you know, recruit the Jawas as his land army. Oh, I wish he had. And I still don't. Desert power. Out. <laughs> so you think it's going to be Cad Bane versus Vance Vance Quill? And everyone, everyone's everyone. going to be against Cad Bane. He's the only villain Cad they've Bane, got. Cad so. Bane I'm and just all of the Pikes. I'm just saying it's not going to end well for them. I think it's going to be Cad Bane versus Benic Shand when it all comes down. Either way, like so, okay. So here's a question for you. Obviously, having momentarily forgotten all the stuff in the animated show, do you think Cad Bane is going to die, or do you think they'll cop no. out and he'll just slink no. off, making slink the off. end yeah. of this yeah. feel no. a bit pointless? Cad, Cad Bane isn't dying. How would you feel if he did die? <laughs> They're not. It, dep- it depends on how he dies. Like if it's like with a badass battle with Phoenix Shend, and you know she ends up getting the better of him, I can accept that. But if like a banther backs up and sits on him. Then no. Then no. <laughs> I think we're uh, sadly at the point, and we may be at this point also, with some of the MCU shows where no characters like this are not going to die. They're not going to yeah. die. You still want to use them in other properties. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. it's like yeah. you're writing off an IP, aren't you? He's so. too cool. It's killing the golden. Is he though? It's killing the golden duos. If, when you rewatch <laughs> you will understand how much of an awesome character Cad Bane is. Like He's he, Lee Van Cleef with a kind of blue pallor. Only now, <laughs> at the end, do you understand? <laughs> at London underscore Phil 09, is this the first time a full CGI human face has looked 100% realistic? No, but you haven't spotted them all. Yeah, that's the correct answer. Mm. I mean, I, like I've, I've said this on the podcast before, but, you know, I've, I've been in a couple of like VFX talks and they have shown me entirely CG clips of people who whose faces I am familiar with. Yeah. And I could not have picked them up. I'm CG right now, in fact. <laughs> it was really bad me CG, and Wagamama, but, but yeah, it's, 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 it's CG, CG here. But they were yeah. said that in all a lot of these, like you look at Game of Thrones, people are like, oh, it's very practical. There is so much visual effects so you don't much, see. It's yeah. not all dragons. It's all the landscapes, yeah. all the extended buildings, so much of it. The fact that in The Witcher, it's just half a sword and they extend the rest mm-hmm. of his sword during fight sequences. Mm-hmm. It's all invisible effects and it's incredible what they there do. Is, yeah. And it's, they are unsung heroes to yeah. a certain extent because, because like, it's only the flashy CGI that people pay attention to, yeah. but it's the stuff you don't see. There is mm. so much in so many like little low budget indie films mm. that you think are entirely practical. So many of the scenes that people wang on about practical <laughs> effects are better than mm. VFX. It's mm. like, mm. bitch, please. But, but I sorry. mentioned this and I talked about this it's on the Pilot both. TV podcast, but <laughs> Apple, when they give you screeners, give you preview episodes, they give them quite early in production. So they're often very, very far from finished. Mm. And there were things from like the morning show, there were mm. things from C, episodes where none of the VFX was finished. There's little things like in C, the films on their eyes are all digital. A lot of the backgrounds are digital, the weapons, some stuff is on the sound stage, some stuff is not. And you just saw the green screens. In the morning show, every TV screen is, is composited yeah. like they just they just have green squares on yeah. them with like exits like none of it's 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 actually fascinating watching yeah. these unfinished things because you start to really appreciate what these digital artists do yeah. they Honestly. did the same thing with Ted Lasso yes yeah. Yeah. like the whole Lasso, like yeah. they're just playing yeah. in a field there's no crowd there's no stadium yeah. it's yeah. all added in afterwards yeah. Yeah. yeah and sometimes there isn't a ball yeah um, like, and, and, and the moustache you know. isn't real <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true it's a stunt moustache and then we want Roy Kent to CGI so. <laughs> there's also, there's also, I mean there's there's weird stuff like um most car ads, most shampoo ads, the product is not there. In most yeah. car ads, yeah. it, it's wow. a yeah. CG car in most car yeah. ads. 
No. It is. Because no. they haven't, they either haven't finalized the look of that year's model or they don't want it out there on a public road. So mm. in a huge number of car ads, they've just like filmed mm. a nice road in, you know, Venice or somewhere and then mm. they just put a car on it in post. Yeah. To it, quote Din Jarwin from last week's episode, those those VFX guys, wizards. They are. They are. <laughs> like, but it's, it's the shows where you, it's exactly what Alan says, it's the shows where you wouldn't think it. Like Ted Lasso, you would not have thought is a CGI type show. But like Rebecca's Office, there's no beautiful view out over the football pitch. All this stuff is all added in. You know, it's here, it's there, it's every fucking where. CGI, CGI. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta sing uh, that. Okay. <laughs> it's here, it's, it's there, there, it's every fucking where. CGI, CGI. <laughs> you can sing it to Brett Goldstein on the weekend. <laughs> well, Brett Goldstein's coming to the final episode. <laughs> it is a spoiler podcast, to be fair. <laughs> Anyone else? Do you want to blur anyone else out? <laughs> I think I'm done. <laughs> Anyone else? Do you ever go? Uh, Fucking dickhead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. All right. Here's uh, my phone is down to by three percent battery, so this might be the last question. This comes from at Saint Ride. She asks a couple of things. She says the timing and the time frame of the training montage felt off. Uh, everything that Luke did with Grogu could not have happened in a day. Uh, no, it seemed like a longer period of time, but Manda was on a bench waiting. It felt like it could have been an, a long afternoon. I think that's why he fell asleep. But it's not like Empire Strikes Back, where Luke goes off to Dagobah and does some training with Yoda. Uh, meanwhile, Han and Leia and Chewie fuck off to Cloud City, and that happens in about a few hours. Yeah. And Luke crams it. It seems like a couple it of weeks. It seems like at least weeks, at least. possibly yeah. months yeah. Yeah. of training. Yeah. That's always felt weird. But then it could be, as we said before, I think that Dagobah is close to a singularity and the time moves <laughs> at a different speed there so uh, but the second question is why would Luke of all people expect a kid to decide between someone they love and being a Jedi he never had to and his dad did and look what a shit that caused him to be it's a fair point yeah I think it's I think it's Luke trying to be a good Jedi and failing uh, kind of failing yeah and certainly you know trying to be a good Jedi by the most strict rules of the order which were problematic to begin with so yeah do not approve Bad look. Tim from Wales. At underscore Tim from Wales asks, was the reveal of Cad Bane the coolest character intro in the Mandoverse so far? <laughs> it's up there. Was it? Who me? <laughs> it's very much up there. I absolutely loved every second of it. And it was a lot of seconds because he took a fucking yeah. long time. He was like even, Omar Sharif and Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> even that, I love just the mystique, the who is that? No, no, it can't be. Oh my gosh, it is! It's Cad Bane! It was great. I'm very excited that he's in live action finally now, and I hope they do a lot more with him in this medium. I've honestly <laughs> forgotten every other introduction of everybody in the uh, Mandiverse. I would argue maybe Luke. Oh, that was so cool as well. That was so cool as well. And Ahsoka was cool. What was Ahsoka's introduction? Remind me. Uh, the, her, her, her episode, um, she's killing people left and right, and then she... <laughs> goes up to the woman she's chasing I'm spitballing here I don't know what I'm talking about when she's running through the trees yeah, like yeah. disappearing yeah. like that that's okay. like strike yeah. and retreat yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, it's great the stealthy yeah. lightsaber yeah. sequence was really cool she's All right. badass I like Mando's introduction that's pretty cool what yeah oh, I can no, bring in warm I can bring in cold <laughs> alright we're going to wrap this up with a couple of questions from our old pal Fal Shopaholic Yay. does the frog lady know that Luke has all her frogs <laughs> 
That's a question. <laughs> it feels rhetorical. Yeah. Okay. We don't have the frog lady here, do we? She's not. She's not a problem. Um, no, she'll be here at the live show on Saturday night. <laughs> God damn it, Helen! <laughs> sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to spoil it. God damn it! <laughs> we don't announce any guests, James, as you know. As, uh, they're all surprises, not least because they may drop out yes. on the day. <laughs> And we don't want to create unrealistic expectations now, do we? No, but I'm very much looking forward to seeing Mark Hamill on. <laughs> <laughs> Have a try for Mark Hamill. Huh? And actual Grogu. Yeah, so. and yeah. actual Grogu. Oh, mm-hmm. Mark Hamill would be amazing. But we Pedro Pascal will be there. Of course, you will, he will not take his helmet off, so you won't 100%. There. I'm just waiting for the Kevin Conway confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, another question from Val. Is anyone more keen than ever to see the Justified movie? Yes. There's a new TV show coming, but yeah, no yeah. movie. Oh, no I should, movie, I yeah. should, you know, watch it in time mm. for that. Just as long as he just slouches around wearing a hat and some jeans, I'm happy. <laughs> and some other stuff as well. Like he can also wear a top. I'm not, you know. Just everything oh about Lord, that. Helen. Helen. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm not objectifying him. I'm uh, encouraging shirts. Shirtfulness uh, is a key every, part of the, his attraction. Everything about that character show was cool. The way he twirled his gun afterwards. Like, you know, think it through here. I'm, I'm trying to help you. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, at P underscore Jazzy says, is this show trying to troll people who grew up thinking Boba Fett was a great character and to finally hmm. realise that he wasn't that great in the first place? In other words, was Helen right? Yes, um, is yes. Helen an executive yes. producer? I think I, it's, it's, I've said this in previous shows. I think they're trying to undermine Boba Fett. I don't know why, but otherwise, as I said before, I think they are trying to short the Boba Fett market. They've, <laughs> they've obviously bought big in Cobb Fan and uh, Mando. I know Futures. I keep mentioning it, but Futures, I really yes. want to know who was behind the decision to make the show (laughs) (laughs) who was behind the episode of the Mandalorian in which Boba went through a ton of stormtroopers like they were nothing and then this is this is your this is your Helen this is my this is your this show has no point and this one he gets beaten up by sand people let it go Amon I just say like uh, before Mando came out I was like I don't see the point of this but sure why not fine bring it on and it totally won me over because it's a good show Equally with this, you know, that was a cool scene when he fights all those people. I'm like, mm-hmm. maybe I like Boba Fett now. Maybe mm-hmm. they're going to justify what all y'all have seen in him for like a million years. And, and suddenly I'll see that he has a point. But they just haven't done that. And yeah. I, and I, you're right. I don't know why. Why why have that intro in that Mando episode? Why have him be cool and badass? Exactly. Why have this enormous fandom for this nothing character? Preach. And then do nothing with it. Co-sign, like, retweet, share, subscribe. Wow, it's like the greatest hits. <laughs> Last question at Earth's Mixtape. Where does the marshal pointing at his crotch and saying, this is my authority, right on your list of all-time greatest <laughs> Star Wars moments? <laughs> I mean, my we thought he lost his wallet. helmet, but I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not true. I, you must still have protection, Helen. Yeah, you know, am I right? Am I right? Mm-hmm. It's got a massive cob on. Oh no! Oh, come no. on! Come on! Come on, guys! Come on! That was a, Again, my, there's a comma. That was in my belt as my woman. Type yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Maybe the last episode, which just ends with Cobb Vanth stripping off his belt and spanking <laughs> Cad Bane. You've been a very naughty boy, Cad Bane. Said Marshall Cobb Vanth. This is a kind of flash fiction that nobody, <laughs> nobody needs. <laughs> Oh, there's probably someone. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like this is a kind of action I can get in on, says Din Jarin, also coquettishly. 
<laughs> Don't forget me, he said Pelimoto <laughs> arriving with a fuckload oh of <laughs> polyamorous jowl relationship <laughs> oh, oh my god um, well, oh, we'll leave you to write your fans there we go mm. cheers yeah. everywhere oh, and no. on that note these last points too precise for sand people <laughs> <laughs> it worth. came from behind <laughs> negative it didn't go in it just impacted <laughs> it on the surface get in there you great furry <laughs> oaf I don't care what you smell, smell. <laughs> it writes itself <laughs> And on that note, that is it for our penultimate The Book of Boba Fett. I mean, honestly, we're, it's probably a good thing. We've lost one of ourselves. We'll be back next week. Uh, COVID and Brett Goldstein notwithstanding. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to say anyone else? I'll be about it. I mean, you know, go on, sit, it's sit. fine. No, that's fine. Cat right. Bane might be there. Cat Bane might be yeah. there. Yes! Uh, <laughs> please welcome the sage, Cat Bane! I, I tell you, he's coming any second now. He's, he's at the door now. He's taking his sweet fucking time. <laughs> we can see him. He's just, he's walking he's really good. Cat Bane sits down. I'm sorry, Cat. That's all the time we have, I'm afraid. But thank you for coming. Then he walks off stage. Slowly. That is it for our <laughs> penultimate The Book of Boba Fett spoiler special. Join us next week for the final dollop of Boba Fett-related fun. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. Oh, God. Uh, in the meantime, it is goodbye, of course, my three colleagues of such a lethal cunning. In real life names, Amon Warman. Peace. James Dyer. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 and Helen O'Hara Toodaloo oh. And it's goodbye from me I'm off to bleep out <laughs> name From this podcast <laughs> As well Thank you so much for listening See you next time Bye Bye